Welcome to the Impactable Podcast, and I am joined by Ms. Felicia Goodrich as we speak about the barriers which prevent children from activity. How do we get past these barriers? Where we address that in this episode. Felicia has multiple years of experience working with persons of all age ranges, including working with children at the youth gym. I am Felicia, and a lot of you, especially my followers on IG, would know me from more gym setting like club fitness, but since. But for those of you who don't know, I actually do stuff outside of like my little bashment classes. I work at Heart and Stroke Foundation. And I do cardio, no person who have heart disease. And how I got into kids' fitness is actually through Heart and Stroke Foundation. Um, we have a youth program here where we teach parents and kids how to prevent um, heart disease, um, all types of NCDs. And for those who have NCDs, you know, teach them how to manage it, right? right so. Right. That's what the program is all about, you know, showing kids that exercise can be fun and encourage them to be, you know, encourage them to get more active. active. Well, yeah, man. I had the opportunity to see you in action at Youth Gym. Youth Gym is still the name, right? Yeah, Youth Gym. Right. I had the opportunity to see you at, I, I had the opportunity <laughs> to see you the work at Youth Gym and you had the children pretty much doing every single thing that you ask and that is really a serious skill to be able to work with children all the way through from ages low to high um so it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of dedication as a coach to do that and for that i give you maximum respect but you spoke about what got you into it but i know that mm-hmm. there's a passion to you for watching how you operate it so tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me what you really say is important for children to be active and do you start pretty pretty low in terms of ages uh, tell me what things are important and why they should get active from as young as possible. Right. Um, you know, the reasons um, around the board is important for everybody to be active. Mm-hmm. The same reasons, um, you know, for example, you know, you don't want any health problems. Or you keep it real basic for the audience. You don't want to be fighting with any, um, any type of diseases. Outside of that, everybody wants to keep the body looking good. And the same thing that we struggle with as adults, kids have those same those same issues so outside of the most obvious reasons it is important for kids to be active because it helps them to develop some more skills you know um if you find a lot of children don't know how to hopscotch they don't know how to skip they can't balance they can't squat and i don't know about you right when i was growing up i used to get to go in a lot and if we didn't get to go say I know and they're gone. And we used to do a lot of stuff like climbing the trees, riding about, playing cricket, playing uh, yeah, I used to play like cricket too. And I used to play cricket. I, I wasn't just at it, right? But you know, I all I all for the fun, right? Um so basically it is important outside of the obvious reasons, kids need to develop their motor skills, motor skills development, learning how to balance, learning how to squat. And these is actual functional, you would um, know this term, right? Functional exercises. So functional exercises is training person in the gym to do things a lot more easier when they are outside of the gym. So basically, mm-hmm. most development is functional training, right? Yes. So we really want to make sure that kids get that in. Because, you know, now there's kids like, um, you know, social media. And it really, them follow, is just follow, is just follow it, you know, it's just how it, how it seems. And right. people got a reason for it. Um, uh-huh. You always got a reason for it. Safety reasons. You don't got the time. 
you know, a lot more traffic on the road. There's so many reasons that contribute to why we move from, you know, so, it, you know, everything has its benefits and then it mm. all stands like it has disadvantages. It's true. It's true. And you mm. mentioned that when we were younger, I don't want to say younger, mm. when we were younger, we used to take the options, <laughs> go stay down Rambo, play a little cricket. And, well, well, for me, I used to play cricket, going and coming and remain uh -huh. as active as possible. I mean, I still, I still have my days on the consoles and whatnot. <laughs> but I found that going to Rambo was, was an absolute joy. And then you mentioned the change and the transition. So you find mm -hmm. out that it's, it's a case where now you have to motivate the kids, the children to actually be active now? Yeah, fast. Mm. But listen, right? You know, we start from the beginning. When I first got into fitness for kids, right? This mm. was not my first choice. Um, I guess I was just involved in other stuff. So this project at the Heart Stroke Foundation, this was put into my lap. But not my personality, right? I gotta be good at everything I do. I gotta be in the top. You know, I gotta be in the top. I maintain, right? Saying, or I discover because I think I'm a pretty decent, um, decent trainer. Listen, uh. be. To train kids is not easy. It is not easy if you don't have the knowledge and the skills. Training kids, you can't train kids the same way. We could do some of the exercises that we normally do, but to motivate children, if you don't have the skill and the technique for it, listen, it's feeling helpful. So I can understand how parents feel when they got to try to get these children active. They're like, you know what? We've got no patience for this. So again, a lot of bigger and respect to um the teachers, you know, because yes. it was really a, a learning cycle. So you, the question was, how do you motivate kids to be active? Yeah, I, I was I was asking, how you really find, do you really find this? Do you have to motivate a lot now to get the children to be active? And yes, how do you motivate them? Yeah, be, yeah, yeah you got to motivate these kids to be active and they're not active because it's not attractive. You know, like, mm -hmm. as I said, you may grow up doing it. So... Like any average, any um, any adult relate to this, right? If you're laying down watching TV, you already want get and do no physical activity though, unless it's crop over season and you know you're gonna work out, burn some calories and have a good time, right? So the I same concept. Oh, it it just <laughs> so it really isn't something that is enjoyable. So you must make sure that exercise is it is um. It is presented as a fun activity and you want to pressure kids into it. So it, it really is a skill. Um, it really is a skill. Uh, I mean, we could tell kids well, the benefits of exercise. Gone. You know what I mean? So you have to develop these skills. Um, you know, it comes to professionals like myself or um, there are plenty, um, plenty gyms. Well, not really plenty gyms. Um, I think a lot of CrossFit gyms into training, training kids. And they think too that they have a really awesome, a really awesome strategy to help motivate kids. Um, and exercise. So yes, you already got to some, you got to put in some work to get those kids active because it really isn't pleasant. You know, it ain't really pleasant for them to just get up and do it. But I can guarantee you, right, Kurt? Once they start, they're good to go. Once you get them go. going, yeah, they're good. Okay, okay. Well, I had a, um, a comment here that was, she said it was a little off the topic, but dead frames are it. That's from <laughs> Melissa. Bajan Kebe was, was agreeing with what you were saying. He said absolute facts for what you were saying a bit earlier. Jeremy Mason offered us some beer. 
I don't know if you want to get some of the beer from, from Maurice. <laughs> we have we got them, we have got them. Listen, <laughs> I want y'all to know that all oh, these people who send in these comments are trainers and coaches. So I call it y'all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. So you mentioned the importance of actually um motivating the children to get moving. Uh, I want to get yeah. really uh, from from being at UGM and watching in different circumstances as well. Is that exactly what you just said? As soon as they really get into it, it's so hard to get them to stop. Because once they're zoning, they, they want to go and go and go and go and go. And that's exactly where you want them to be, right? Correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, um, as I said, the technique that I work is positive reinforcement. Um, mm -hmm. You're not encouraging the kids. Starting small it is, this, is the same thing in these, in these terms. Like, you want to have a, you want to bring a client in. And then put them straight to the top. You're gonna gradually um, get into it. So kids, the same way, you have to. You got well. Actually, you gotta know the child first of all. So that's where you're coming over assessing the children and realizing, okay, what's this child fitness level? Mm -hmm. Um, the kids too, very very important. Maybe sometimes we take that into consideration for adults if it's personal training, but it's not kids coming up as groups which make it a little more um, technical. You need to find out what the personality itself. Right. You know, is this a really shy child? You know, is this a really growing child? And what I do um, for the activities, everything is fun. I usually start off with a game to get to make it mm -hmm. because I usually start off with a game. But before I actually get into the meat of the matter, I assess each child. I say, are this child more shy? This one here, and I put each person in different positions so that the group is working in harmony. And when I start that session, I start it with games. You know what? Everybody hype, everybody having fun. And then I add in some of the traditional exercises, but I constantly mix it up. So I always have it as a fun element. You know, I don't just say, all right, go out there and begin to run a lap. Now you don't start the session low. Like, number, listen, her. Number one, going to be, you're going to know for Cover Fat and playing a slow song. You want the hype song to get people motivated. You know, well, it's the same well, I, mean, yes, no, I don't mind the slow songs, but carry on. <laughs> but you got like, you understand the concept, right? You, you understand where you come from. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So it's a, it's a strategy to keep. It's how you start it. Um, the in between, and all is finished with a bang. So you want to start the kid tight, and you want that. Then believe they remember it as a really good experience. Yes, yes, yes. And then they pull out the parents all through the week and they itching to go back because they want to see Auntie Felicia and they want to have some more fun on Saturday. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. But you mentioned something there about um, assessing the children, right? And I think that's so important. Tell me something. You bought a lot of children, don't you? Yeah, I bought a lot of... Well, those people don't know, I think um, who will know because on the... The Yosemite Department Stroke Foundation, our main, we accept all kids, but the main focus is for overweight kids. Our kids with challenges, any type of challenges, well, not disabilities, but we do have kids who came in with disabilities, but you know, you have to train kids of lightness. Um, so a lot of kids come in, they might be shy, you know, mm. uh, for different reasons, like, you know, kids, does, you know, if you want the truth, right, you got that child. If you want to know how you look, ask a child because a child can tell you the truth. You know uh -huh. what I mean? So you know if you want the truth, don't tell the child. Don't ask the child the question. Y'all know because uh -huh. some kids just the most ridiculous things. 
So I find a lot of kids, um, if they're not up to par with a self-confidence, if they're not very athletic, um, they usually shy away from activity. And, you know, you know these terms now about bullying and body shaming. A lot yeah. of kids. That is a lot of a lot of those kids we have present at the stroke foundation. You know, so that's what we care for. We care to get these kids um, confident again. So it's a real, it's actually a, a full program. You know, we work on your fitness, work on nutrition. Uh, we got psychology sessions. No. Nice. With the session, right? We have theory for the parents, and uh -huh. then we have practical sessions for the kids, teaching them how to, you know, how to make healthy meals and you know that kind of stuff. Um, so body it's shaming, so bullying is a big thing. In, you know, it's present um, in schools. You know. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I think it's real yeah. cool though that you that you also have the nutritionist involved with the parents, mm -hmm. and that you also yeah. have the psychologist involved because it, right now you're tackling this thing as wellness. It's not just physical fitness, but mm -hmm. the entire package, and that that's so super fantastic. Melissa has a question mm -hmm. here. She asks, "What what age groups do you work with specifically?" We start as early as seven years old, seven to eighteen. Yeah, seven to eighteen. So that full is yeah, yeah. There are two different, two different uh, ranges that you work with, right? Like seven to seven. We to do okay. Yeah, we have different groups. The, the age yeah is from seven straight up to eighteen. So we got like seven to ten, and mm -hmm. eleven to thirteen, and fourteen to fourteen to eighteen. Because each um. Each group, you gotta train them differently. And as I said, there's a different type of language that you use and a different format you use to train each age group. So you can't train all kids um, the same way. Like for the younger group, right? Um, it's really te technique. So for the younger group, I gotta get the real animation and 100% uh, good at that. So that age group, I would do just a lot of obstacle courses and a lot of, you know, assignments or variations of your bike, you know, just making it creative. Um, the 11 to 13, that age group starting to change, right? But they're still doing a lot of games. So, right. um, you know, it's still the traditional exercises, squats, deadlifts, but a lot of games still in that group. And then you'll find like the 14 year old um over and, and older. You can you can safely train them like adults. Right? Because they're more focused. Um mm. so yeah. So that's how um another thing, Kurt, what um, what we spoke about prior to online is mm. teaching teaching parents how to motivate their children. We're going back to that topic, right? Mm. Certain mm. things that do motivate kids. You know, like telling the child that it, that the big one. Um, yeah. you ever heard that? Oh, always, was she big born? Too many times. I said it no with me. She big born. I know, man, she genetically can be that way. Or he, you know, he, or we, or we talk about obese kids, but kids too slim. You know, we want to wanna, um, avoid using these types of terms, you know, like she real skinny, or she can be bony like she father, or you see what your grandmother is, you can be just like your grandmother. So a lot of these these things, I want advice parents and the general population, just avoid these terms because it really does affect these kids. They might not say, but in their mind, they're thinking about it all the time. 
adults yes, yes, yes. don't like it. So if yes. you don't like it, adults, the children don't like it either. You know? It's just, a, it's just a real, real uncomfortable feeling. Like, ask somebody to see you instead of the same sign. If you don't have nothing positive to say, say nothing. Say, hey, you guys, nice to see you. Because... Done with that. You might be innocently saying something, right? But when you finish and that person leave you, you don't know what that person struggling with. And it's the same thing with children. You get mm -hmm. me? Mm -hmm. That's absolute fact. They got some comments here coming through. And I must admit that the white blending with the white, right? So I, I have some problem picking it up in my eyes. I am oh, never the approach because I can get it though. I can get it. Don't watch me. Because as you said, it's about wellness, which is a positive approach, and not the usual way of shaming that some kids experience on their in their own homes or in school. So true, so true, so true. Um, Melissa is saying that she heard that all her life. Just get over it. Um, the last yeah. person, you have big bone. Like that that's absolute, you know, I don't want to call it absolute folly, that's how you call it. <laughs> and, and, and as you said there too, right? Adults hear that a lot. Adults hear that a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, you get, you get very fat and things like that. Like, you know, people just take these things here and it's bothering them for the rest of the day. And you know what? I take back here, I probably would have said something like that too. But obviously, you know, with a little wisdom, you know, with a little wisdom, I know much better. You know, we got, uh -huh. we got to get fast saying these things, man. There are some more comments here coming through. Constant comparisons are damaging to can't see that last word, but yes, constant comparisons are damaging. And then stop policing children's bodies. Exactly as you said it, Rick Patrice. <laughs> Previous comment. Yeah, Now, for it's a serious thing, though, Kurt. You know, it is it's a serious thing, and people got their different struggles. Nobody want, nobody want to be overweight. You know, and we as we as trainers, we get to sit down with our clients and. People don't know the backstory. You know, yeah, yes, um, I'm sure that people love to come to me and you. Um, big up to all trainers. Uh, because you have a very welcoming, you know, you understand what person's going through. And you can't, you can't, you, you can't put certain pressure. You shouldn't put certain pressure on persons because there are so much contributing factors of what a person is unable to hope. You know, a lot of, um, this one, I know, uh, what's the right word? People suffering with stress a lot. You know, yes. you're discussing Sometimes yes. when I feel stressed as a trainer, I feel it working out. Fast. You know, so it's all about teaching, teaching the family how to be more encouraging and how mm -hmm. to use your words as a positive. Sometimes they don't need to say these things. They think, mm -hmm. that, they think that they're helping, but you ain't helping. True. True, true. And listen, your bone's only that big, so stop telling people that the big bone. <laughs> I feel like you're talking <laughs> But yeah, this is absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. We need to get that positive reinforcement going. And if we start small, maybe there's something that we can get permeated through in society. You know, we need mm -hmm. that positivity. We need children to be confident. We can't, we can't let them start in um, inferior complex, complexes early. Because yeah. it will only have an avalanche effect as they continue to get older and face, you know, what we may term as bigger problems. I don't want to term big or small problems, but you know, we don't mm -hmm. want we don't want to create that complex, man. We just don't. Sure. And 
you you find that I see take like a plank. That's another terminology that that people might. I never hear it. Turn it out the fresh one in. I, I never hear it either. <laughs> but yeah, man. I never we got done with that taste. Even though people won't hear that they take no. But anyway, we got done with that taste here, kind of true. So you have, you ever had like like I will ask you a personal question. You you ever had a situation where you like found it real hard to deal with someone whose confidence has been absolutely absolutely shattered? They came in, did their confidence done? Yeah, boy. I had a um, I had a child, right? Her, it was so bad, like so, 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 so bad. Like she didn't want to leave her mother, and she was not. She was like, you know, like eleven. You know, you usually find kids um around five. They don't want like what mom like when what to do. You know, go to school. But she was like eleven years old, and. The thing about it, right? Yeah, she was overweight for her age, and because she has a really great personality, she was just so, she was just so damaged, like so damaged mentally. Um, even as she comes to work out, everybody, most children that come to the youth gym, right? Everybody a bit overweight, so you would you would think that she would be comfortable. But her self-esteem was so short, and the bullying was so bad. She just could not, you know. She had to have her mom there working out. Um, I tried to embrace her, especially for wonder, but that it, you know, it was so debilitating for her. Like, so this thing is a serious thing, mm-hmm. you know. Because I know kids are shy, but as I said, over you know, over years of doing it now, I know how to work with different personalities, different kids. So that was a real that was so for her. Um, we actually got her to do some some therapy therapy sessions, mm-hmm. but it's ongoing. It is really it is really um ongoing process. So yeah, I dealt with yeah. I didn't know you heard fairly soft, so that, that had to crush you every time you came in to see that. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah. but it was a little bit out of my out of my control mm-hmm. because remember it's a group. So it is not personal training, so it's very hard to just call in from one. Yes. Feel comfortable. But I'm really glad that the parent remained there to help her to remain or try to remain as as comfortable as possible throughout yeah, the boy. session. As well. I think that was really, really good. Really, really good. She's parent parent of the year. She was. She's an excellent mother. Excellent. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent. You know, um, sorry, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I wasn't uh, saying I a, a comment coming in here from George from Bay from Shays and Books. Mm-hmm. He is saying that confidence building ought to start from struggling to pick up the last word there from parents. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really important point, George. Very good point. And yeah, yeah. Says, I'm so glad that this program exists and I am too. I am very much glad that it exists because I feel that everybody needs to know about it, to be honest. This is something mm-hmm. that, that probably, you know, a type of program like that, I know who it's, who it's, who it's geared towards, but I think that yeah. a program like that can be geared for everyone, to be honest, in those age ranges because the psychological ah. problems um, are... are, are Difficulties, rather, still exist mm-hmm. for persons outside of that particular uh, subset. But maybe in time, it will be offered 
to a greater a greater set of persons to or children to the community. You spoke about it, the fashion glasses. <laughs> yeah, I gonna I gonna bring the bathrooms. All right. <laughs> Patrice mentioned that people don't understand the level of vulnerability involved in exercise, and so true. So absolutely true. And the same the same as it is for adults, the same it is for children, and, and probably probably even more. You know. Yeah. It's intense. You know, if we, if we track back to a lot of issues that we have now, it really stems from our childhood. You know, when we, you know, when you really think back, when you really root back and you say, okay, where did this stem from? Majority of the time, it stems from your childhood. True. You know, and, you know, your parents do the best. You know, this will be a whole other topic, but yeah. we really stem off from back in the days of slavery. So, you know, it was just one transition, you know, it's a, it's a fact, you know, we say that slavery was so far from here, but it was just there the other day. Um, so a lot of things that we struggle with a lot, um, affection that we didn't get from parents or they were trying to motivate you, it was what they knew. Like mm -hmm. my grandmother, her way, of, her way of comforting me, she was not necessarily a hugger, but... Mm -hmm. She would do things to show me that she loves me, right? right? And you know, she would say, You're always gonna be small, you can be big, and that was her way of or she's always there. Um, so you know, a lot of these things stem from years ago, but the you know, the same, right? It's not really how we start, it's how we finish. So I believe that we all have an opportunity to make a change, you know, we all got opportunity. Absolutely. I see I see a lot of people agreeing with what you're saying. I see the hearts coming up as well, especially when we have hearts grammar coming up here. So no. Yeah, you're really speaking to absolute facts here. Absolute facts. But I just want to track facts right here. I mean, that was a really, really solid point. And it deserves for me to stick a pin right there because that's a real solid point and let, let people reflect on that one. But I want to tap back. <laughs> I want to tap back a <laughs> little bit. You, know, you, spent, you spoke about giving the children you know, games to play and there's some yeah. aspect of competition. Right? Now, I know competition is super fantastic, but in some regards, <laughs> competition can negate motivation as well. Talk to me about mm -hmm. that. Later. All right. I can talk about the advantages um, of competition, right? Mm -hmm. I did a did a little course the other day. Well, kind of a course, right? Just a little um, online program. You know, lockdown people had a lot of things going on. And being with youth gym, my my vision was very narrow minded because I didn't with um, the kids who <sighs> what's the right word? Oh, I want to find the right word. Kids who who as who don't have the physical ability, you know, lack of motor skills, self confidence, um, competition is something that really deters them. Mm -hmm. And it all finished to teachers, big up to teachers, dealing with all these kids, all these personalities. It is very easy to intentionally look over a child because they have so much to deal with. Um, so these kids, when they're ready, that the teacher already checking for them, not purposely, they have more, right? Right. So competition for them is something where it's like, cheese, I gotta go and run that race, but I don't know I can't win that. And kids will be laughing as the race comes back to the bullying, back to the body shaming. If you have the right coach who can develop each child 
um, you know, the motivation, if you get the right type of coach, competition is something that can be very, very healthy. Um, mm -hmm. Competition is not kids with teamwork, leadership building, and a lot of these things come into play with everyday life, like in your work environment, knowing how to work with other persons, um, being a leader, you know, having strong personalities, you know, so competition is good, but it can also be bad if you don't have the right, if you don't have the right person coaching. Right. So right, right. in that sense, I would have to put it in the coach, you know? Mm -hmm. Competition is because it teaches kids how to work with teams, um, how to set goals. Because these are things that you, you know, goal setting is something that you do in every area of life. Um, your money, your weight, um, things that you want to achieve in life. Uh, and then very, very important is it helps kids to learn um, winning and losing, and and learning that failure is not final. You know, failure doesn't. You know, so it is a teaching tool. So, you know, I really put some thought to it because I was just being very narrow-minded with each child who might be overweight and they may want to competition. But then doing this sport, it really put a spin to me and it was like, you know, competition is very healthy for kids. Right, right, right. But with right. the right coach. Yeah, mm -hmm. but with the right coach, you know. So I do have a, a flip in both directions, but I must say it is beneficial because at your gym, I got a lot of competitions, but I make it fun. Right. You know, I teach kids how to motivate each other and team spirit. You know, and they already enjoy it. So I find that my kids, um, my kids when they leave, they, make, like, they don't want to leave for the school there. I you know, see. I got 19 year olds and 20 year olds. I said, listen, go to a regular gym now. <laughs> you know? um, so it's all these things like skills. Man, that's super fantastic. I mean, and, and again, it's very important to hear that you pay so much attention to everything else along with the actuals, you know, the, the actual movement, you know, because I would imagine that you spend a lot of time assessing week by week by week. So that you can know how exactly you can place uh, one child in a particular team so that the strengths will mesh and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it is a lot. Wait, wait, boy. You give your time. Marcus came back. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Vaughn agreed with everything you said. She said, indeed. She said the word you were looking for was athletic. So she, she had you covered. Patrice came in here. She said how to persevere as another important factor because you have the whole team banking on you. I think that's a really good point, Patrice. Really good point. Shadrins, he's saying coaches and parents need to model an appropriate response to losing. Again, really good yeah. point because it's important to know that, that there's always something positive to take away from the experience. You know, mm -hmm. he goes yeah. on to say that he's been involved in high school football, and I know he was involved in cricket. Oh, high school football coaching, and yeah. here and the children turned up headsets when they lost a game. Yeah, that's, that's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. Mm -hmm. you know, so you really, you really have to to set the right example. Oh, football coaches are who turned down the head losing the game. Not just not yeah. just the, uh, the athlete. Coaches 
And the exactly. church, if that has to be that, you have to win at all costs, and there's no other alternative. Yeah. So the 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 um yeah right see so the 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 course that I did it was actually coaches you know teaching you how to be as you as the person suggested being role models because your team is going to practice what you do what you teach so that's what i said is all up to the coach so another thing that is really really critical is teaching coaches leadership skills mm -hmm. you know and yes we learn you know we, we get all the information from exercises you know this thing linear this and the next and third but you want to really make your team successful you have to learn how to bring out the best in your team leadership setting an example hearts right fast pure hearts no land in the chat <laughs> right. absolutely large off yourself joyce <laughs> I don't know who Joyce is, but I learned you are. <laughs> so I really want to touch on one of these uh, positive things, though, that, that comes out of it. And that is time management and planning for children. How do, how do the parents, what is the parents' role as it relates to creating that structure for the children and their activity? Right, 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 right. That's an important one. Um, parents is your responsibility to set a schedule for your child you know um you don't like it but life is a plan life is a big plan so your child must have a daily schedule what time to wake up what time to do homework what time to exercise you know encouraging your child to wake up and pray having a positive mindset because life that says you have a lot of challenges that you're gonna face in life so having literally having a time schedule and you gotta be you gotta be persistent with trouble right and getting it into a routine don't ease up don't feel for them because at the end of the day getting that getting them into the structure is going to benefit them don't mind that you know cry they shut the face but as it become a routine it's going to become something natural which you know anything you're doing something different is feel uncomfortable, right? But once you start to practice that chilling it, chill in that routine, it will become easier. Because as you know what now, time management is critical for work. Mm -hmm. Because after work is work. And nobody in one work with nobody who ain't punctual. You know? So if you're here for seven o'clock and you got your thing coming up after me, you know, you're wasting your time. I show you that I'm not, I'm not appreciating your time. So we have to get kids into a routine and give them a schedule, you know? Mm -hmm. And it relieves, parents, it relieves you of a lot of stress because you go out there and cut and say, how much time you going to tell you get out early? You know, <laughs> you're, stressing out. you're stressing out yourself and you're stressing out the child, you know? So have that plan, have that daily plan and encourage them to stick to it. You know, you do it for a good two weeks, and then after that, hopefully the child set and in the motion of doing it. And reward them. Reward your kids. You know, reward your kids. Yeah, give them some incentives to do these things. I think that's yeah. a really, really valid point because everything, as you as you correctly said at the very, very start, everything starts from early. And once you start these these habits, these good habits from early o'clock, they can, they can only, only get better. They, they stay with the children. 
the car set stays and they may very well, you know, even though they may not take it right away, they may very well develop it later on and as a standard, you know, and that continues to help the community to grow. You start right. with a, a bad problem for yourself when you bigger choice because Daniel wanna know Daniel Ali, twenty seven, wanna know where <laughs> is their bigger. <laughs> That's you all right. This is all my this is all my youth gyms. This is all my little this is all my um this is all kids that start with me early and uh, as you can tell, they're still with me. You know, I so these these um these are actually my friends now. So they start off underneath me. So right now all we're rolling together. So they got they got Danny, they got Joyce, all my all little people. Alright, Auntie Felicia. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> there she says that her child has enough routines. And I doubt that, Carol. I don't doubt that. That's <laughs> that good. You, That's know, good. you know them, but they're heavy. <laughs> so, I know this is one thing I know that 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 uh -huh. is going to 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 we're gonna end up spending a little bit of time on, right? Because right. there have been so many, you know, heavy things that we've been dealing with since 2020. And they said 2020, like that is, that's years ago. That's only last year, but it feels as though it was 10 years ago. We've been dealing with the pandemic. And then most recently, you know, if you had little freedom, you're dealing with ash, right? But there are other issues that came before that. Like, as you mentioned, the distractions before. We mentioned the technology as a distraction. We dealt with a lot of things as, you know, as the distractions. But with the barriers as it relates to the pandemic and only volcano and whatnot, like, what are the major tips that we can pull to really get the children outside or inside and just get them moving? What are the major, major tips we can focus on? You know what the hypocritical thing with this here, no? Um, only one aspect of it. You know the same social media that we um YouTube and that kind of stuff. This really came in for persons who financially cannot afford it. There's, there's so many different things that is that's available on YouTube to motivate each other. You know, you got just dance, um, you got um, you got her posting, he changed. Um, yeah, yeah, GF, GF, you all know the if you know, know GF is big, 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 because you know like right. the lockdown and the ash situation going outside uh, was not option so mm. even myself sometimes i had to do um i did videos that i would saw online but mm. as dracy would have um said earlier like parents start to leave and do it, do it with your child you know so there are tons of options so if the if the option is available to go outside as simple as thinking walks you know, taking walks for yourself. Um, you can skip. There's so many different. There's a lot of different things that I can suggest here, which, which you might not even remember. But and you know, I'm always yourself. We are always accessible to giving ideas. But 
for the things that were inexpensive. You got the skipping, you got outdoor walking with your child, you got yoga, you could do that in one spot. Kids love dancing, I love music. They got a lot of um, just dance routines that you can pull up the favorite song. You know, there's so many, yeah, there's so many options. Um, There's so many options available, you know, and we don't want to take any, anybody away from the gym or away from the security. But you can comfortably work out at home and see results. The only the only downfall is the motivation. You know, so you have Zoom. Um, you got Zoom classes. You know that you offer Zoom uh Kurt. And so that option is available for to get the motivation if you you find that you can't do it alone, do it as a family. You know, there are tons of tons of options, but still even in the lockdown period, you should still be sticking to the schedule. It should be a lot more easy because you don't have to leave home to go anywhere. You could do stuff um, just home. I think you made some really fantastic points there. Um, Sandra mm -hmm. Warren is saying, and community, you know, you, you, could, you could also exercise as a community. And I think that that, yeah. that is very beneficial. In fact, there were situations where um, some communities led hikes together. You know, and, mm. and if they see if they see somebody come out that usually hiking, they can beat down the door. Tell them, come, 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 let me go, let me go, oh. let me go. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's so, the community yeah, support yeah. system. Mm -hmm. You know, that support system. That, that support system is essential. Even myself as a trainer, so trainers not exempt for this thing, you know. Definitely. I know about Kurt. Well, Kurt. Kurt at work, you know, the other night we finished our conversation, our meeting. I think as they were all eight turning, he was like, All right, I gonna work out. I was like, Jeez, I'm better as well. That's a boss move. Let me done. I'm more of a morning person. Really? Um, and another suggestion that I would offer, it might not always be possible, is to get kids active in the morning. It really helps them with mental clarity. And um, you know, as we say, endorphins, guys, endorphins is anti hormone. So, initially, to get the child moving, they may be happy about it. But when they actually finish, they're much more alert and ready for the day. So, that is something too that you could get to be a part of their routine. Because I have a child, right? He's like seven years old. He's like nine years old. And when he work out at night, he hiked for the whole night. And then the next day, he feel he like, Mom, I feel so tired. Um, so you know, better to have the kids work well, if it is possible, right? Have them work in the morning. It might not always be feasible, but there are benefits of starting your day with exercise. But if it's not possible, um, just make sure it fits into your fit into your routine. Absolutely fantastic, man. And you made so many fantastic points here today. Um so many it's hard to just like paint down on a few but you definitely made a lot of important points they got some few that you can pick up and post in the stories as well so that we could um could go over them so javon also says it improves the academic performance and i think yeah. that um that's something that terence would have would have spoken to slightly uh when he was on last week saturday because he was training mm -hmm. for um i can't remember which meet it was but he was training well. He had to do the eleven plus exams, you know, and it, it really ensures that you have to be really good at managing your time, you know. So a lot of athletes really tend to do well academically because of you know time management. 
being forced to study and that improved cognition. Uh, Shane said the fellow was bouncing off the bedroom walls, man. You can't get sleep. <laughs> yeah, B. Alyssa, right? This particular child, he's one that's talk a lot, right? He's real creative. <laughs> so you can imagine the whole pain for that one for the parents, right? All night long, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, super fantastic. Again, a lot of great information. And really and truly, right, this energy here, so that she's sharing the energy that is the same energy that she gives to the children when she is at youth gym. And not only just the children, but with the, with the senior athletes as well at the Harness Throat Association. Um, when I first came back for a study, actually, Felicia was very instrumental in helping me. Don't go here. It was very instrumental. <laughs> 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 to have an opportunity to volunteer some hours at the Hardest Row um, Association. Um, she could have said, Mala, I know that, but you don't come out here. But she was very gracious and very kind and, and gave me the opportunity to come in and help. And I will, will always, always be grateful for that. So it's the same energy all the time, all the time that you're getting. And really and truly, it's a really fantastic program to check out. As I said, I've been there, um, I think it was twice. I had the opportunity to go and, and volunteer. And it yeah. was a really fantastic experience to see how the children reacted to you. And there were some other ladies who were helping as well. Um, and yeah. the other ladies as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so really fantastic program. Felicia, I really want to thank you very much for accepting thank to come in here. So I show and give really of your knowledge it is a fantastic topic in terms of helping the children to be active. It's very important uh, throughout the Caribbean. There's an entire campaign on getting children moving, reducing the, the incidences of ACDs, and you have to start early. We can't wait. We can't wait till they get too late. We gotta start early with them, and therefore it's very important to get them moving quite early and start that program of helping the confidence as well in a well-rounded program. So thank you very much for your word that you're doing and thank you for the knowledge that you come in here with. Do you have any final words? Yeah. Um, volunteering. Encourage kids to volunteer. It's a, you know, an excellent way. I encourage them to, you know, you know, it really helps to develop um, different skills in kids. Uh, for those of you who I'm not going to be um, biased to Youth Gym. Youth Gym is a program where we work with the kids um, holistically. We, we more access, um, you know, more overweight kids, um, kids who are shy, and help to, help to guide them through that process. But there are also other gyms. We have um, CrossFit Olympic, who has a wonderful program. Um, yes. Big them up. I want to learn a lot from them. Thank you, guys. With um, Javon also uh, at Physio, what's, what's Physio Barbados? Yes. Um, Physio Care. Physio Care. Yeah. And then we also have, I think it is Limitless. The one in. Um, Lavar Graves. Uh -huh, um, uh, performance. Performance. They do also have programs for kids. So, you know, um, if you have a child who is already very active, and those will be the places to direct your child. The kids who 
you know, who knows starting off and, you know, suffering with low self-esteem, a little bit overweight, and you want to build natural self-esteem, teach them, um, you know, about nutrition and health, you know, bring them over to us and we would have to be in good hands. So, thank you for inviting me here and it was a, a good conversation. Thanks so